0: Hey, everyone, this is Andrew from the Console Gaming Crew, and we couldn't be happier to announce that we are now a part of the Boss Rush Podcast Network and are featured on BossRushGames.com. BossRushGames.com is a great place where you can find up to date news articles, blogs, and podcasts about video games. In addition to that, there's a growing collection of podcasts in not just the gaming community, but other communities as well. We are honored to be a part of such a great network of podcasters, so please stop by and give everyone a listen. Thank you so much and enjoy the show.
1: Members, what it be
0: hey oh
1: hey my computer works this time
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude i'm like i'm like pulling triple duty right now i got you guys directly in front of me i got the baby monitor to my left so i can keep tabs on the boy and i got the lakers warriors game on the screen to the right of me (laughs) i got a lot going on here uh so what are we doing what are we doing tell the people bro tell the people
1: I was waiting for Anthony to go oh, ahead and actually Jesus say something. Fuck. All right. Well,
2: since I he did like the one who's doing most of the talk, and then it looks like today is going to be another episode <laughs> of, of history. And today we're going to touch on the Atari 5200.
0: The Atari oh, yeah. 5200. We are inching ever closer, ever
2: closer. Just get me into the 90s, please, because that was like, look, listen, born in the 80s, 90s kid for sure, because like that's what I, you know, I remember my childhood. That's what I remember. I remember the 90s. Give me the consoles of the 90s, please. Bruh, uh, I don't
0: know. I'm not skipping over the mid to late 80s because just because well, we remember 80s, shit in the 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think in the in the early, actually all of the 80s is when you have the NES, Sega, Sega Genesis. Like those are bangers. And those are the ones we're, we're getting to. We just got 8, 16,
1: 32 you know? bit. were are really coming into their own within that.
0: Absolutely. I know. So, yeah, like, excuse me. Holy moly, like Anthony said, we're going to do the Atari 5200, which funny enough on this one episode of one episode, for fuck's sake, this one article that I read on uh, SB Nation, uh, it says uh, the Atari 5200, the console that never should have existed. <laughs> Is what the article says. So Anthony, what were you saying before?
2: Yeah. So uh, you can redact every other statement you said about this console. It's trash.
0: <laughs> and then everything under it says it says the Atari 5200 was supposed to be the next step forward for an early video game giant. Instead, the company tried to pretend it never existed even after selling a million consoles. Yeah.
2: And 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 you know what? That's look, this it is should one happen. of those this is one of those failures I think that Atari had to make to make its leaps forwards in the console. That followed this, um, I agree. Granted, we're we're talking about the 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 uh, the fifty two hundred, but the console that follows this is pretty pretty neat and yeah. some pretty good innovations. Yeah, which I think we'll probably touch base on. I think that, I think that was a uh, late eighties, early nineties. So we might even t- talk about that at some point um, through this uh, through this beautiful beautiful thing we call console thruster.
0: Uh, all right, well, so without we further ado, the Atari fifty two hundred. I'm not going to ask you guys uh, who you think the manufacturer is because it's pretty pretty fucking self-explanatory. That would be Atari. And this bad boy was released in 1982. I, I, that's all I got was 1982. I didn't see a month or anything. I just know it was no, released it in North says, America in, yeah. in 1982. That's it, dude. Um, Wes, you got the runtime on this bad boy?
1: Uh, yeah, the runtime on this went from 1982 to 1984. And they right, sold so roughly 1 million copies. Okay. And, and the, uh, the, price? the price? Yeah, so the price on it was two sixty nine in 1982 which equates to about 639 dollars in today's money you need a bag of dicks for that
0: i'm always trying to figure out how wes and i keep getting different amounts of money (laughs) do you plug yours into the calculator that brings it to the most recent date
1: no i literally typed in atari 5200 price retail price and then it told me that and then it it said in there what it was in today's money
0: yes but if you click into that (sighs) link that could be a link that was made in 2019, so that could have been money adjusted for 2019. I mean, you they could have a website where gonna... you can actually okay, three calc- years where ago. you can actually where you can actually. Well, no, it's a, it's a big difference a big because difference, so it, yeah, I'm in today's money, sure especially adjusted like for inflation, yes, exactly. I'm sure so it's, has
2: already gone up seven or seven. Yes. since 2019. In t- yeah, dude. In t- a yeah
0: abso- absolutely. So what did you say you thought it was, Wes? Or maybe it it was in whatever and some in dollars, year. basically. Yeah. So in in 2022 today, it would be seven hundred ninety eight. That's what I have. Seven hundred ninety bucks. Seven ninety eight, so basically eight hundred dollars for a piece of crap. That's yeah, <laughs> for that's a fucking fucking shitty paperweight.
1: I mean, that's like, dude, that's like buying a Wii U. You know what I mean like when it came out?
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So,
1: <laughs> which we shitted on the Wii U like a few few episodes ago, pretty bad too. Hmm. Um,
0: a little bit of history. It's not. It's not a lot because again, as we start to get into. You know companies that are putting out their second and third systems there's obviously not going to be as much history to tell because all the stuff we've already told like the first time around we've told about how Atari became a company you know what they did beforehand how they got into it so I'm not going to do all that over again so what I do have is that uh, funny enough this was originally called the Atari 5200 super system not so super apparently, uh, is a console that was introduced in 82 as a higher-end complementary console for the popular uh, Atari 2600. The 5200 was created with the intention of competing with the Mattel Intellivision, but wound up being more directly a competitor of the uh, ColecoVision shortly after its release. Uh, In November 1982, Atari released its newest and most powerful home video game console, originally shown as the Atari Video Game System X, And that was when the Atari 5200 was born. With state-of-the-art technology brought over from the 400 and 800, the 5200 packed a mean punch and came in a really mean-looking case as well. Now, this case, this thing is like the size of an end table. Yeah, it (laughs) doesn't look that mean. It's huge. It's huge. And I believe it's only huge because isn't there like a compartment on the back that holds the controllers? there's like look a look. part on the back of the actual console i think that flips up that stores the controller so that's why they made it, it actually it so yeah big.
2: it does and so they revised that i think at some point to get rid of the storage unit because it was like god damn is they... was a waste <laughs> this thing is um, ugly as shit it's like there it's is an literally innovative. the ugliest thing i've ever seen it's in a my fucking Atari. square
0: yeah one of the uh very few innovations i'm gonna leave because that's anthony spiel so i'm not gonna go into that <laughs> bro there's um, three
2: things you want me to hit it really quick
0: go go ahead i mean dude i mean shit imagine how mad we'd be if we didn't have them today though
2: no i agree but the innovations (laughs) so normally buckle up people i do (laughs) so let's be realistic when it comes to the innovations i'm lucky enough to have like a laundry list of things pretty cool things that i get to go over this time uh it's three it's three things it's three things uh the start pause and reset buttons that came on the uh, controller however andy does make a really valid point that um had they not been introduced in this console, we probably wouldn't have them today or we might, but it might be different. Yeah. Facts. You know, Who knows? I mean, different. shit. So uh, yeah, I mean, not trying to be like, makes a huge difference,
0: not trying to be super lazy, but like when everyone's super comfortable, ain't nobody trying to fucking get up and go to their system, and turn the shit off and on every time. No, <laughs> ain't nobody trying to do that. No. <laughs> so, so thank you Atari for that. Um, <laughs> Many people thought the Atari 5200 was Atari's answer to the ColecoVision. Uh, However, the Atari was meant to be the Intellivision killer. Didn't end up happening. Intellivision always uh, boasted about its 16-position controller versus Atari's 8-position, so Atari fired back with a full 360-degree speed-sensitive joystick which, whilst highly innovative, had several flaws, such as they did not self-center and the firing buttons were soft rubber, making them difficult to use. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so to go ahead and jump into the controller real quick, um, I'm going off of videogameconsolelibrary.com just to go ahead and give you a little reference. Yeah. they had a they gave us a rating for some criteria, and <laughs> it's out of say and it's a ten earlier. dude, it's a ten point scale, and the controller two out of ten. So it says it Can says I- under the notes and comments. Um, This might be the worst game controller ever invented. The 5200 joystick (laughs) is very fragile and lacks the self-centering mechanic found in similar (laughs) devices. The numeric keypad, which is rarely used, mirrors... This same cheap construction. So basically, just talking about a shitstorm of a console, a really controller. Quick,
2: A little bit more. Okay, we're just going to talk. We're going to talk Please. shit on this entire system. Fuck it. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> really quick. Uh, the primary controller is ranked the tenth worst video game controller of all time <laughs> by IGN editor Craig Harris. <laughs> oh, uh, also another comment. Um, an editor for Next Generation said that their non-centering joyce- joysticks rendered many games nearly unplayable. So think about that one as well.
1: Hmm. I mean, yo, think about what we deal with now with um drift. You mm-hmm. mean with the Joy Cons and that's, stuff like that? With the that's basically with this. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's where shit's not centering back up the way it's supposed to.
0: God. Let's keep talking. <laughs> now, let's, I'm, I'm, now I'm really yeah. This. So, and, and because I didn't state uh, stated to begin with, um, this little part I got from a uh, org. Um. So where was I? Oh, we were talking about the control, and you guys jumped into rightfully shit on it.
1: Had to. Um, <laughs>
0: Because of how shitty the controller was, the Atari 5200 suffered, despite the system having a very nice-sized library of games coming out for it, and it outsold its new competitor, the ColecoVision. However, the great video game crash did in the Atari 5200 before it even had a chance to reach its full potential. Besides, Atari had a trump card up its sleeve, which we will get to down the line which is the Atari 7800, which Anthony was like, man, I wish we could have just fucking skipped and gone right to that <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. But, but we got it. Dude, again. we talk about the highs. We got to talk about the lows. Yeah, it's all part of the process. I'm kind of
2: excited about the 7800 because I was reading about that after I was like, God, we're talking about such a shitty
1: console tonight.
0: But yeah.
1: uh, do you want me to jump into the games? Please. Please. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because I mean, all that's right. really the one bright spot about the damn system.
1: So the system had 69 <clears throat> games released in its two years. Giggity. Hell yeah. So some of the games um, that everybody knows would be like Centipede or Frogger or, um, I mean, you had uh, like Millipede, you had Missile Command, Pac-Man obviously was a huge one. You had Pitfall 2, which also was another huge one. They had a real big um, real sports, just whole run. So you had baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and tennis. Like all of those were under the real sport umbrella. And I mean, it's... I mean, look, man it it basically looks like what you would expect out of like eight bit. Yeah, um, but I mean, you also had a, a Star Wars arcade game. You had track and field. You had Stargate. I mean, like, dude, you had you had some pretty pretty nice games on here. I mean, you
0: honest. you look at all those, you're talking about arcade classics. Yeah, absolute classics.
1: But um, yeah. So, dude, like, you know, out of the out of the 69 games, I mean, like I said, you you, you had a handful that really did. I mean, I mean, they were like the top notch of what you'd expect, like Centipede, Frogger, Pac Man, um, like the Star Wars game stuff, like that. But um, yeah. yeah,
2: but Andy, before before you continue, and I I hope to God I don't like take any of your thunder, but this kind of no, goes back on I... on the, on the uh, this kind of goes back to what West was talking about with the games, and I think this is also part of the reason why the fifty two hundred could have been a failure. Um, remember when um, Intel Vision? came out with the adapter for the 2600 remember we talked about that yes yeah yeah so i think this is part of i i I literally just started reading that a little bit in the in some of the other stuff that i was was going through while we were talking yeah i think that was also part of the reason why this fucking console failed i mean let's be realistic most of the most of the games after looking at this too some of the other people commented uh some uh, some other game editors even said that a lot of the 5200 games were like uh basically updated versions of the 2600 titles um which really isn't going to make a lot of people look super excited so if that was the case and oh boy here we go if that's the case jesus christ you, you see All where right, i'm going so i right, no, no, no you know i got yeah, you okay. so
1: I want to kind of break down some of, this, like some of the good things that were actually from the system. You know oh what what I, mean? I mean, within this 10-point scale that I have off oh. of Video Game Console Library. Oh so um, two of the things got a 7 out of 10, and they were graphics and media. So under graphics, it is games featured large, colorful graphics that were nearly identical to the arcade counterpart, which is a big plus. Having it basically look like what it did in the arcade at home, you know what I mean? That was... I mean, that was definitely what you wanted. The 5200 also performed well when screen activity heightened with minimal slowdown detected. So not as much lag as what you'd expect, which is good. And then with the media, it was a The Atari 5200 cartridges were quite a bit wider than those utilized in its predecessor. The thick, hard plastic casing was extremely durable. So you could throw these. <laughs> they could it be like literally a plastic brick. Is that what you're telling me? Dude, the, yo, your wife could have <laughs> thrown it like she used to with her Nokias and wouldn't break the shit. So it was the original Nokia phone, <clears> but in video. That's really what it sounds like to me. Dope. And then the other one that had um th- the highest accolade that this system had was the audio. So it says the audio was an 8 out of 10, the excellent sound effects for most games featuring digitalized voice synth- synthesis for many titles. So you actually had, you know what I mean, some really good sound coming out of the system, but that was basically all you had
0: really that's about it for this con unless you got more from that website that you want to speak on that's really it there's really not much there's west covered the games you covered the only innovation that they had <laughs> <laughs> the three um ones. yeah i mean that's that's really it i mean i mean there's a little bit of how like their i
2: people mean the were, only the- we're talking about how it's it was kind of like the uh the atari 8-bit computer in disguise hmm
1: I mean, the only other thing you could really talk about is that there was an Atari fifty one hundred prototype.
2: Yeah, the 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 junior.
1: Yeah, 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 I saw. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also called the fifty two hundred junior. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What's up, junior? <clears throat> but nah, man, that's like we don't really have much else. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> literally, to episode, I'm literally so trying to look for something. I don't, I don't
0: really enjoy know. episodes <clears throat> like this because when we get to some of these bigger ones, they are not going to be anywhere close to as short as this two systems from true. now is probably going to be a long one
1: that is true <clears throat> so with this episode being done let me tell you where you can find the console gaming crew you can find us on our website at console or you can hit us up on email which is console at gmail.com our twitter is at console crew probably the ble- blessed probably probably the best place you can go ahead and find us and i'm sober too Um, YouTube and Instagram are both console gaming crew, Facebook and suck a dick. And just like we said in the beginning of the episode that you're going to hear, um, boss rush network is where you want to go to find everything that you want when it comes down to anything gaming, cosplay, just basically game nerd related. You can also find us on Twitch, which is CGC Podcast. You have my Monday night co-op games. I have been running away out with Javier, as well as Alien Fireteam Elite with Javier and my boy Mike. And then Fun Fridays, we have been currently kicking some chill, which has been absolutely fucking bomb. And these guys yeah, so might actually be jumping into something, a little bit of a solo um, <laughs> running a little duo run with these guys. So, But yeah, man, that's it. So until next time. When we give y'all another dime ass episode, please stay safe, wash your hands, mask up, and as always,
0: game on. Game
1: on, game on y'all. Peace.